Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insights to help you to lead, manage and coach in football, sports and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Leader Manager Coach podcast. Welcome along. Uh, it's uh, great to have you with uh, with us and as always we're going to share some, some great stuff today to help you on your journey and help you with your career or your quest or your goals and hopefully you'll also enjoy the, pre- the proceedings and everything else that goes along with it as well. I'm sitting here as I record this. Look, I've made a decision to take advantage of the sunshine. I'm still in Bangladesh, sitting on a rooftop. It's uh, 8.30 in the morning. It's a beautiful morning. and uh, The traffic's going along outside. It is a Saturday, which is still part of our weekend. So please excuse the, the horns that go along it shouldn't be too bad today because the traffic's not as busy as normal on a weekday but um, please try and uh, just go with the flow of that and um, here we go okay so what are we going to talk about today well yeah many of you will know that we have done a series of episodes on the podcast all about the coaching wisdom of Leo Tolstoy and that was inspired by reading a book that I read every day. It was one of those books, I've talked about it before, and I can't recommend it highly enough. And there's such a lot of them about, and choosing the right one can be an absolute blessing. That there's these books that are about, that are one page a day or one chapter a day or one excerpt a day or one paragraph per day on a particular theme or a particular subject and again I can't recommend highly enough that you know you go to Amazon pay a few dollars pay a few pounds few tacker and get yourself a book that you can just spend 10-15 minutes reading every day and it can be on anything it can be about your particular niche it can be about your own personal quest your own area of development anything and it's a great habit to get into because look make no bones about it you know, this podcast leader manager coach and as I say many times we have a bias because of my own career and thought processes and love for, for the game of football and sport but these principles are universal and make no bones about it if you want to be a leader be an influencer be a coach be a manager you have to deal with yourself first. You have to. Because that's the only way that you can actually influence anybody else. If at all we can influence anybody else. Now there's a question. So, this book, so leading on from Leo Tolstoy, I thought, right, what am I going to do next year? So I found a book recommended. And it's by a guy called Eknath Iaswaran. And... Ek, uh, Eknath Iaswaran 
what a wonderful name, is a prolific author again, as many people are, that I tend to gravitate towards, written many, many books. And this particular book is entitled Words to Live By, and it is one of those books of inspiration for every day. And uh, Egnath spent most of his time in the United States of America, and one of the one of the fundamental things in his life, if not the fundamental thing, is meditation. And, you know, it's something that I was introduced to many years ago and is a fundamental part of my own life. And this is um, something that I hold very dear. And, you know, I don't mind admitting that it has such a profound impact and is such a, a pillar in my own existence that I resonate so much with Eknath's words and what you find often is that if you are following a path that if you come across somebody who's more experienced than you is older than you is further down the road than you are then you can recognize patterns and you can recognize things that they talk about, they write about, they say, and you think, yeah, I recognize that, yeah, I recognize that. And it's quite, it's quite a lovely thing to recognize that actually, you know, maybe there's one or two things that you are not too bad at or are, are happening or occurring or you're realizing in your own life that somebody else who's, you hold in high esteem is also experienced. So that, that's kind of Eknathiaswara. And this book is um, basically about giving an insight into yourself. It talks about inspiration and understanding and developing personal skills so that you can produce more rewarding work. It talks about... Uh, living up to your own values and ideals and understanding in Eknath's own words that we are today a result of everything we have thought, everything we have spoken and everything we have acted out yesterday. And so if we want to change tomorrow, then we have to act today in a certain kind of way because what's happening now as Eknath often points out this is the the horse where this is the stable scenario where the horse has already bolted what is happening today is a result of things that have already come to manifestation if you like so the team that's playing today in front of you that is a result of things that have already gone on yes you can influence it a little bit and the players in front of you, because we can only act in the now, but it's all about what we do today, today, which will influence what happens tomorrow. And I was in two minds as to whether to go into a, a series about this, the work, but it's such wonderful stuff that we're gonna go into it anyway. And I'm gonna share some things. So if you're a team player, if you're a leader of a team, if you're a coach, if you are a inspirer, an influencer then maybe you'll be inspired to get this book but I'm going to share some key things anyway out of it and this is the first month 
So here we go. Okay, Eknathi Aswaran, the wisdom of a giant. I've already talked about one of the main strands in Eknath's life that is meditation. And one of the things that I've introduced in a gentle way, a very gentle way, because the word meditation is a little bit like a religious word, isn't it? And it's a little bit like the word God or the little, uh, a little bit like, you know, talking about things that, that people put different meanings on. And you have to be careful not to put people off because it's not about putting people off. Um, but meditation is something I introduced in a very gentle way to, to a couple of my squads. And what we didn't do is I said, right, we're all going to meditate. So sit down, close your eyes for 20 minutes, shut up and get on with it. What we did after we'd done our cool downs or after we'd done our conditioning sessions, we'd, and it's, we have an atmosphere and we have an environment and we have a, we have a, a weather climate that's conducive to this. So we'd lie down with our mats, our yoga mats or our exercise mats. And I'd say, right, okay, I just want you to lie down. I want you to close your eyes and relax. And I just want you to visualize you, you young players being the very best player you can be. Just let your mind go, whether it's a goal, it's a tackle, it's a, it's, a, it's a pass, it's a cross, it's ball control, it's a, it's a scene from a game, whatever it is. But relax into it and enjoy it. And, and, just, and the lads used to just drift away and some of them go to sleep. And it was, a, it was an amazing, amazing 10, 15 minutes and I loved it. And it became a ritualistic part of our, right at the end of our day. And I thought it had great value. And Eknath talks about meditation. And if you are a meditator, then you will understand why I talk about its value. If you're not, something you should investigate, in my humble opinion, because of the value it can bring to you. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to preach about it. I'm not going to say, but it's something I would strongly recommend. Everybody investigates. And it's a discipline. Um, it will take you down it's life-changing let me put it like that it's life-changing okay number two what Eknath consistently in his work consistently in his work his writings he talks about the journey within I've talked about it before many greats talk about it and I just take it from them but one thing that life consistently teaches me and maybe you've got a different point of view and I'd love to hear it is that it's all about what's happening inside of us. Deep inside of us, in our, whether it's your mind or it's beyond your mind or it's your heart, whatever you want to call it, your emotional system, it's all in there. And it's having that understanding that if you want an answer to something, something that's deep or profound or is a challenging situation, look within yourself rather than look externally. And Eknath is constantly talking about that in his work. And, you know, if you... Let me, let me give you an example. And this happened to me loads of times. You're out there on a pitch and you've got 15, 16-year-old players in front of you and they do things that you 
you put a session on, a coaching session, and they do things that in your mind are ridiculous or are not up to speed and break the session down. And you have an instantaneous emotional response inside you that makes you feel angry because it hasn't brought out the next step and the next step and the next step. But instead of being angry, you know, you could be angry and look externally at the event and go, you know, blah, 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 blah. Or you could address the event. Or you could look inside yourself and go, hang on, how can I next time alter the structure, alter my instruction, alter my facilitation of this so that the next bit happens? Because scenario one is you looking outside and trying to correct something from the outside and influence something outside, which is okay. So it's bad. Well, the other one is looking inside yourself. And if you look inside yourself, you have more control. It might take more patience. It might take more time, but you have more control. It's like you've got the tools. Whereas if you go outside, you're just kind of throwing something out there and hoping. Whereas you can actually do it if you look inside. Okay, number three, attention. Now, all on its own, this subject is probably, again, and you'll have to excuse me because sometimes I use these phrases and, and I have to be careful that I don't exaggerate. But the power of attention and focus is ultimately everything. The, our ability to focus, our ability to hone our attention and sit down and lie down or do something for a minute or two minutes, or five minutes, or ten minutes, or an hour, is probably an indicator of how successful we are in a particular thing. Attention. How many times have you come away from somebody in a conversation or an interaction and thought, that hasn't hit the spot, that. Come away with that empty feeling inside. How many times have you come away, probably less, but how many times have you come away from an interaction with somebody whereby you have felt listened to, understood, connected, loved maybe? And what's the difference? I hesitate to say, or stab at a guess at it, that in the first instance the person was not present they weren't concentrating they were not focusing their attention on you and your needs and your words and non-verbal communication at that time in the second scenario I, I guess that they were that is the power of attention you know if you are in a relationship a significant relationship husband wife I don't know whatever it is boyfriend girlfriend lovers I don't know coach player employer employee and you do not give your attention to the person in front of you that relationship will wither I promise you I promise you too many studies have told us that that is the case so what are you giving your attention to or are you allowing the media 
who pay millions and millions and millions of dollars to people to create things that grab our attention and sit on our phones all day and our laptops and our tablets and TVs and allow that to drain away our life? Or are you brave enough, strong enough and willing to grab back your control of your own life and give your attention to what it is you want to give your attention to? which will give you the results that you want. Attention, attention, attention. Okay, next one. Relationships. Again, it's, we've probably just already talked about it and probably don't need to go into it too much more, but the power of relationships. You know, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Eknaf talks about it. The number of times that I've just wanted to get on with things and get on with the actual nitty-gritty rather than spending time understanding another's point of view, building a relationship and creating that 2 plus 2 equals 7, you know, synergy where relationships are powerful. Sometimes those beautiful conversations and those hard conversations give us tremendous results. And... You know, we've just done, a, just done a, a, a series of videos on a mastermind principle, which is all about relationships. So, relationships, relationships, relationships. Okay, next one. You know when you first get into any kind of self-development or you start to find literature that talks about making the best of yourself and being positive and you know, things like Norman Vincent Peale's The Power of Positive Thinking or David Schwartz's The Magic of Thinking Big or anything in Janet and John Book One Land or you, you first come across that, wow, you know, I can actually make a difference in my own life here rather than being tossed about by the waves of, of fortune. And one of the things that comes across is that belief word. You know, Claude Bristol wrote a book, a little book called The Magic of Believing. And it's tossed about like it's, it's nothing. But when you strip it down, belief is probably the, the, could be considered to be the elixir, the difference between success and failure. Two people do exactly the same thing, go through the same steps. One has absolute belief that they're going to do it. The other one just hopes. Who's going to achieve it? You know the answer. They talk about... Let me just give you two examples from, from, from my own sphere of, of influence. Players who's played under Brian Clough, the late, great Brian Clough, said that the thing that made him stand out for them, and this is people who've won European Cups, this is people who've played under him and know him, and were fearful of him, said the difference in the influence he had was down to his own self-belief. That's how powerful it is. Bill Shankly, the same. The players who played under Shank said it was his belief, his belief in himself and his belief in them. And so what I'm saying to you is you have to believe you have to believe in you. You have to believe in what you're doing. You have to believe in the people you're with. 
You have to believe in yourself and, and your life. Otherwise, it's hopeless. And maybe if you haven't got belief, the next part of the journey for you is to get towards that belief. You know, Esther Hicks talks all the time about you can't get there from there. You know, when we look sometimes at people 10, 15, 20 years down the road, great successes or apparent great successes, and we think we feel bad about ourselves because we're not there. People with property portfolios that are 20 times as big as ours or bank accounts that make ours look like, that we, you know, we're, all the rest of it. That dangerous comparison game. You cannot get there from there. You can't become the manager of Manchester United if you've just done your level one. And the same in every sphere of life. So, but you have to believe you can move on. You have to believe you can take the next step and be successful. And then the next step, and it builds and it builds and it builds until you do become formidable. Because you know, you look back at, at the past and think, well, I did this and I did this and I did this and I did this and I've come this far. That is belief. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy, but you have to start somewhere. Make it small, but believe. Give it a go and build on it. Okay, next one. Eknaf talks about the, the love word, the L word. And again, this is like the meditation word, isn't it? Depends what definition you give it, whether it scares you or not, or whether you want to turn away from it, because this is a leadership podcast and a management podcast and a coaching podcast in the world of football where everything's drag, daggers drawn and I'll get what I can over you and my ego's bigger than yours the L word when actually I can tell you that all those great big strong in inverted commas men crave love I know they do I've been with them I've listened to them while they lay on treatment beds I've heard them walking away from football pitches. I've sat with them on coaches in hotel rooms, lounges. Ultimately, once the casing is taken away, once the imagery is dropped, we're all human beings. And whatever definition you put on the L word, the love word, we all know inside us what it means. And Eknaf talks about that. And what he says is that life is challenging and life is difficult and people will upset you and come in your way and things won't go the way you want them. But you have to learn if you want a more peaceful life and a life that's more efficient and isn't an emotional roller coaster which will destroy you. You have to learn to love your life and love the fate and love the people who mess up. I was just looking back this morning and reading a diary entry, a journal entry that I did five months ago. And it was only like seven or eight lines long and it was a game day. And the second paragraph, there was only two paragraphs, two short paragraphs, and the second paragraph was me being despondent about the fact that I'd given people responsibility and they hadn't reached anywhere near the level that I wanted them to. I was disappointed. And it took me back to that particular moment in that particular technical area on that particular game day. But I just had to get over it and love them anyway, you know? 
And how many times do we have to do that? Do you work with somebody who drives you up the wall? Somebody who doesn't look out for you. Somebody who is hard work. Maybe it's a, a current relationship issue where things just aren't going well and you could actually physically squeeze the life out of somebody. Can you make a shift, a subtle shift, and find a softer feeling? that is, could be defined as a love process, you know, the L word. And Eknath talks about that and tries to introduce us to that for our own good. Okay, next one. Take the pressure off yourself. Take the pressure off yourself by what James Clear talks in language of about atomic habits. Eat an elephant one bite at a time. The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. Sometimes I think I just repeat myself because the principles of success, success may be so, so small, but when so many people talk about them and repeat them, it makes you think, well, there's gotta be something in that. You know, if you're gonna start an exercise habit and you wanna do, be able to do 100 press-ups in one go, how many press-ups should you do today? Just do one. And even if you could do two, just do one. James Clear says, make your demands on yourself so small that they don't even bother you, but just form the habit. People talk about reading, I haven't got time to read. Absolute rubbish. Absolute poppycock. Read one line and don't let yourself read any more. And tomorrow, read one line again. That's, another, that's a line you wouldn't have read. And the day after, read two lines, maybe. You decide, but make the baby steps so incrementally small that they're not an issue in your life. A month down the road, you won't believe where you are. People say, I could never go running. I could never get myself fit and lose this weight I need to lose. I say, well... Do you think you could jog from here to this lamppost? I've said this so many times to people. Could probably do that. We'll just do that then. Well, that's not going to leave me two, two stone, is it? Or 14 pounds or whatever it is. No, it's not. Well, actually it is. As long as there's a continuity process. Baby, baby, baby steps. Okay, coming to the last one. The last one. Eknath says, what is guiding you? What's he talking about? He's talking about values. What are the fundamental values that are guiding you? Here's the story. It's a Saturday morning. I woke up this morning and, in fact, I'd already done it last night. The decision was, today I'm doing a podcast episode and here I am doing it. I didn't know last night what I was going to talk about. The decision was made last night because I have committed to doing at least one podcast episode every week. That, is a that consistency and commitment is a value of mine. If I don't do it, nobody else cares, only me. So what are you going to commit to because it matters to you? What's your value? You know? And it doesn't have to be anything 
that anybody else knows. It, can, it just needs to be important to you. But what are the key values? And if you don't know them, please, 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 take some time to research why you need to know what they are so that you don't arrive at the place that Stephen Covey talks about as hell. And I make no bones about this. That's you arriving at your own funeral and lying on your deathbed and wishing you'd done and lived your life differently. So do it now. But before you start to live, you have to know what are you living for. And we don't get taught that in school, but we're getting taught it on the Leader Manager Coach podcast. Okay, so those are the few first few things from Eknath Iaswaran's wisdom in his uh, words to live by. Just thought I'd share those. If you're a coach, use them for yourself and share them with your players and your people. If you're a manager, use them with your players, your people, your employees, the people you work alongside your mastermind group. And be a leader and walk the path yourself with these principles and watch the magic Okay, there we go. Leader, manager, coach. Fill your boots and uh, let me know what you think. www.robrowse.co.uk forward slash podcast. See you later. Bye-bye.